0: Welcome to another MLEx podcast. I'm Laurel Henning, Senior Correspondent at MLEX, And while it's still dark this morning in Brussels, joining me from the other side of the world in Melbourne is James Paniki, Managing Editor for Australasia. Hello, James.
1: Hello, Laurel. Great talking to you.
0: James, this is a recent move that you've undertaken from Brussels where you were the Managing Editor of our bureau here. And it's part of a new exciting project for MLEx. So tell us a bit about what you'll be working on in Australia.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, it's really a move to boost our Asian coverage. So I'm based here in Melbourne on the uh, 13th floor of the LexisNexis building in the city centre. Uh, I'll be overseeing regulatory coverage of Australasia now. What we mean by Australasia is essentially Australia, New Zealand and those parts of the South Pacific where there's an independent competition regulator that's up and running at the moment. And at last count, that was Fiji, Papua New Guinea, uh, French Polynesia and as of this very week, in fact, also New Caledonia. And so essentially that I mean, it sounds exotic, but that is my new (laughs) that's my new life. And I'm enjoying some sunshine after uh, this year's particularly long and cold winter in brussels which i assume is continuing undeterred at the moment
0: yeah i did think of you as i walked to work this morning hood up hat on gloves on okay so apart from letting our readers and listeners know what's to come out of australia soon we wanted today to give an update on uh, a story you've been working on since actually early November concerning an acquisition in the dairy industry. Uh, the companies in question here are Canadian dairy giant Saputo, which has actually had a market presence in Australia for several years now, and ailing Australian milk producer Murray Goulburn Cooperative. Uh, so the proposed acquisition comes in at around 1.3 billion, well, $1.3 billion Australian dollars, and that's around 1 billion um, US dollars. Um, and Australia's competition regulator is set to decide on the acquisition on March 1st.
1: Yes, that's absolutely right. Now, there's been uh, apparently been some last-minute horse trading. Saputo's global CEO, uh, whose name is Lino Saputo, has been uh, in Melbourne this week, and according to media reports, he's been meeting with officials from the competition regulator, which is called the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, which is referred to uh, simply as the ACCC. Now, the suggestion is that there might be some concerns about this acquisition. The ACCC had been due to make a decision Uh, this month but it extended uh, the period in order to give it some further consideration. Now the fact that there was that delay is in a way neither here nor there. There could be many uh, reasons for uh, postponing the decision but as you said Saputo is already a player in the Australian dairy market. It owns warnable cheese and butter factory that's a company based in the uh, very small coastal town of warnable which is about three hours drive from from where i'm sitting at the moment uh, this is a company that owns a number of iconic australian dairy brands including coon cheese great ocean road and sun gold so the Canadians are, in that sense, the Canadians are already important players in the dairy industry of Australia, which explains why the regulators are giving it a proper consideration this time round.
0: And you've written several pieces, actually, on how the regulatory landscape has changed for Saputo since it entered the Australian market in 2013. So that's really what you're referring to here, right?
1: Yes, it is. So when Saputo first landed on the Australian market, uh, there were no regulatory concerns at all. In fact, its acquisition of Warrnambool Cheese and Butter Factory, which was initially just a partial acquisition, it later went on and bought the whole company. Well, that was waived through by the Foreign Investment Review Board. Uh, known as FERB, FERB is an advice. <laughs> yeah, FERB. You, you've got to get into the Australian acronyms. Uh, FERB is an advisory panel that helps Australia's treasurer, so Australia's senior finance minister, to make a decision on whether or not to approve foreign investment. And at the time, the arrival of the Canadians uh, in the Australian market was welcomed. In fact, as I wrote in my piece, it was it was fated as a wonderful development for Australian dairy. So that was then. Now Saputo, as as we've said, is uh, is a large player on the Australian market. Uh, the target for the acquisition, Murray Goulburn, uh, has some cultural baggage attached, in the sense that it's it's widely seen as um, as a quintessentially Australian company. So. Uh, And so there are always some some, some political and cultural uh, um, values attached to that. So it's obviously not going to be a walk in the park for the Canadians this time around.
0: And as for Murray Murray Goulburn, what do we need to know about the company?
1: Well, um, to start with, it's a farmer's cooperative that was formed in 1949. It produces a brand of butter that all Australians would be very familiar with. It's called (laughs) Devondale Butter. In fact, if you meet an Australian, ask that person if they've ever had Devondale Butter on his or her breakfast table. And no doubt they will say, yes, definitely we have. Um, But um, I think more importantly, Murray Goulburn churns out a huge amount of milk. So in uh, 2015, 2016, and uh, financial years here go from mid-year to mid-year, so 2015 to 2016, it controlled 36.6% of Australia's milk pool. uh, And that means that it was the largest milk producer in the country. It produced 1.9 billion litres of milk per year. Uh, and when you're dealing with a producer's cooperative, you're talking about not just the market share of its product milk in this case, but you're also talking about it's often very delicate relationship with, uh, with suppliers. So milk producers or the dairy farmers in this case that Murray Goulburn buys all of that milk from. So um, this is a massive operation. It's a massive asset. Um, the, the board of Murray Goulburn really wants this deal with Saputo. They've chosen Saputo over other companies that had been sniffing around at the time. Um, among those companies were China's Shanghai Pharma, New Zealand's Fonterra, that apparently both expressed an interest in the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, in fact, some of the company's shareholders wanted to know more about why Saputo had been chosen by the board over other interested parties, but the board was adamant that this information was confidential; it was none of their business. So <laughs> that <laughs> also that created some some uh, some uh, very interesting uh, annual general meetings. Uh, but now it comes down to the regulator, really. The ACCC uh, and after the ACCC-FERB, the Foreign Investment Review Board, has to decide on the fate of this deal.
0: I feel like you've effectively just swapped Brussels acronyms for Australian acronyms <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> so um, I mentioned in my introduction that Murray Goulburn has been struggling, not just financially, um, but it's also had its share of regulatory problems, this establishment brand. So what do we, what do we need to know there?
1: Uh yeah, so um, look, to put it mildly, it's had a few governance uh, challenges. Firstly, the um, Australian Securities and Investment Commission, which is the markets regulator, uh, is continuing to investigate concerns over information provided by Murray Goulburn to the Australian Securities Exchange, which is the Australian uh, the Australian Stock Exchange. Uh, and, according, so we don't know too much about this, but according to uh, an ASIC, Official, so ASIC is the acronym for the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. Sorry, I'm trying to avoid them, but according to an ASIC official uh, speaking before a parliamentary committee last year, uh, the investigation is into quote the company's representations around profit at the farm and the farmgate milk price. Uh, So that's that. And that uh, could, uh, in fact, not end well for Murray Goulburn. Then there's also bad blood between the company and the ACCC, which has accused Murray Goulburn of unconscionable conduct uh, and of having made false and misleading representations and contravention to the Australian Australian consumer laws. So uh, essentially this is a consumer issue, not a competition issue. It's about pricing. Apparently the company had uh, promised... Uh, Milk produces a certain price that it hadn't delivered. Now, none of this obviously comes as a surprise to Saputo. Um, The company has done its due diligence. Uh, It's no doubt uh, factored in all of these liabilities. It knows that there might be some fines to pay further down the track. But whatever, uh, it has uh, determined to push ahead with the deal. um, And this explains why Lino Saputo has been here in Melbourne this week.
0: Okay, and just on the other side of the deal, as for Saputo itself, just any last details on what we'd need to know about the Canadian company?
1: Well, we've covered Saputo um, uh, from the North American perspective before here at Mlex. It's a very large player on the North American market. It has uh, extensive investments across Canada and the US. It's North America's second largest dairy producer, um, it's investing in Argentina as well as Australia, so obviously going for all of the countries that start with an A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, Azerbaijan will no doubt be next. It's a family, uh, it's a fa- jokes aside, it's a family company. It was started in 1954 by an Italian immigrant uh, family from Sicily mm-hmm. uh, and it's soon within years of its uh, founding, its foundation, it became uh, the largest producer of mozzarella in North America. Obviously, I'm a big fan of mozzarella cheese. So this deal uh, is uh, means a lot to me. Since 1997, it's been listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange. uh, And since then, it has tripled in size. And so I think, uh, I think, Laurel, that's essentially all you need to know about Saputo for now.
0: Fantastic. Um, listeners will have to stay tuned for March 1st and the ACCC's expected announcement on this deal as the next but not final step in this story. I even threw in my own acronym there, given that the deal <laughs> will still require the clearance of the Foreign Investment Review Board or FERB, as we mentioned earlier. So, James, thank you for joining me from Melbourne.
1: Laurel, it's been great fun and I certainly miss you. Hopefully we can do this again.
0: I hope so. You've been listening to the latest in a series of podcasts from MLEX. The story on which this podcast is based should be shown below on the page where you found our program today. For the latest updates from MLEX, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. But for now, it's goodbye from me and see you next time.